0: Tēnā koutou katoa, Simon.
1: Very good, you've been working on your Tāreo vows. vowels. Shall we start with the (laughs) the Māori Party then?
0: Yes, so we've got three parties that we haven't done yet and the Māori Party is the first one. The other two are top, or the Opportunities Party, and the new Conservative Party.
1: Right, OK. Mori Māori Party. So uh, an Indigenous rights party, um, founded in 2004 when um, now Dame Tariana Turia resigned from the Labour Party over the foreshore and seabed ownership uh, controversy. Eh?
0: That's right. And at the time, I was in Parliament at the time, it was really quite a thing. Um, she felt very strongly about the proposed foreshore and seabed legislation, so much so that uh, she resigned and founded her own party almost straight away.
1: Yeah, and um, with success, the year later, they, they won four of the Māori
0: seats. That's right. Uh, so she and Peter Sharples became the first co-leaders of the Māori party. They have co-leaders. Yeah. Um, and, yes, we're very successful uh, in getting MPs into Parliament. And then in 2008, when there was a change of government to the national-led government, uh, very successfully went into an informal coalition with National and ACT. They had two ministers at the time, uh, Tare Naturia and Peter Sharples, uh, and like the ACT Party, they sat outside of Cabinet. Uh,
1: well, neither of those two characters are in, um, in politics or certainly not in Parliament now. So who are the key people in the Māori Party?
0: Well, the key people now are the current co-leaders, John Tamahiri, who is sitting in the seat of Tamaki Makaro, and Debbie Nariwa-Packer, uh, who is sitting in Tari Anuturia's old seat, Te Tai per Ora. The Labour Party have all their
1: seven Māori seats at the moment, don't they? They
0: do. So although there was that period where the Māori Party took uh, won several of the seats, that has now gone right back to all those seats being held by Labour. And in fact, the Māori Party didn't get any seats at all at the 2017 election and don't have a presence in Parliament right now.
1: So where would you put uh, these, uh, this party on, the, on our political spectrum? Well,
0: it's not as easy as it is with some of the other parties um, in the old terminology that we don't like much. They're often described as a centre-left party, but really the Māori party are very successful in um, in representing their constituency, which is the Māori people, and in recesses they're the busiest parties in Parliament. They used to go around uh, and have hui all around the country to find out what their what their members thought of uh, the individual issues that were about to be debated in Parliament and they voted accordingly. So sometimes those were policies that were really quite socialist or state-run in origin, and some of them, like School Choice, for example, uh, were really quite liberal. So I think that it's a party that you have to look at issue by issue. Their website is www.maoriparty.org. Their slogan is Believe in You, Believe in Me. So everything's very now based for them.
1: Yeah, that's the lead on their policy too. I see they've got a photo 1st uh, sort of lead... Uh, brand if you'd call
0: call it that that's right it seems to be the overarching theme for them and if you look at their website a lot of the current commentary is very COVID-19 based talks a lot about what should happen Uh, post-COVID-19 and talks a lot about how Māori should be heavily involved in all of the policies and the funding uh, that comes out of that. So they've said that they will ensure or guarantee that 25% of funding of all government projects over the next two years will go to Māori, Um, 25% of all those projects will be Māori-led, 25% of all government projects fast-tracked by covid um, they will they will guarantee that they will be partnered with hapu, iwi, and Maori organisations or businesses. So this quarter of of everything really funding and initiatives um, is is the target that they have. Despite the fact that Maori make up about fifteen percent of the population.
1: Yeah, old Tangata Mahi is their... Um is their policy slogan in that build area. This fellow 1st approach is uh, modelled off some affirmative action programmes overseas, right? The US and, and Australia.
0: And Australia, that's right. They've looked at the indigenous populations specifically in those two countries. They think there have been successful outcomes by doing that. Um, and so have decided to uh, use that approach themselves.
1: Albeit that the um, 2008 to 2011 um, government was a successful binding of the three parties, National Act and the Māori Party, the co-leader John Tamahiri has come out uh, and said he wouldn't work with National this time around. Um, What do you make of that?
0: I guess at one level I'm not that surprised. He was a Labour minister previously himself, and I think that's where his heart is. I'm not sure. I think that there may be a a downside to taking that stance. It actually closes down an opportunity that might exist for Maori to actually make some significant wins, as they did in that 2008 uh, election. So I'm not sure where that stems from, uh, but I, I... would have thought that it would be better for him to keep options open unless they think that that's going to attract more votes, that strategy.
1: They're pushing hard at the moment for a a Māori voice, a specific Māori voice on every COVID-19 recovery entity.
0: That's right. So I think if boards are involved, they'll expect reasonable representation on boards and certainly in the management areas as well.
1: And of course, this is the first podcast we've made since the election date has moved out out to October.
0: Yeah, so for the small parties, it will give them a little more time. Uh, Labour will be a bit worried that if things uh, head south with COVID, then that will be a bit problematic for them perhaps, Um, but it does give the smaller parties a little more time to campaign.
1: Realistically, if uh, if you had to put $2 on this one, how many seats, if any, are they going to get? I think
0: potentially the Maori party could pick up two of the Maori seats. I think they won't get a lot of party vote, although that puzzles me somewhat because I think that Labour is very guilty of having taken the Maori vote for granted.
1: Every now and then the, the Maori Labour caucus leers up on an issue and then pretty much goes silent again. Eh? It
0: goes down. And the, you know, we shouldn't forget that Kelvin Davis is the deputy leader of the Labour Party uh, but is virtually invisible.
1: Right, well, that's it. If you'd like to send in a question, um, you can go to our contacts page on our website um, website, talkpoint.co.nz that's T-O-R-Q-U-E and we're also on social media on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube and Facebook. That's it for me, I'm Simon Ewing Jarvie
0: and I'm Heather Roy, we'll talk to you soon.